0: That's why you gotta have a coffee can full of, like, change <laughs> that you shake. And you're like, get out of here, big boy. <laughs> no one, one wants you here. Get out of
1: here. Like you're trying to get a rack uh, away from your trash can. Yeah.
0: Shoo! <laughs> Shoo! You just get a big broom. Just just get him out of there like, it's, like he's just got chased off the stage at late night at the Apollo. <laughs> he was gonna
1: get in my trash. I didn't have my phone out. I had my broom out.
0: Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve, along with the other Steve, Yeah. and Ryan.
2: I recently learned how expensive anti-venom treatment is for a snake bite, and I'm just going to say, just let me fucking die. <laughs> just
1: yeah, it's me crazy, right? Die. But it's bro. covered by uh, our uh, nationalized healthcare system, right? So. Oh yeah, you
2: know the the yeah the no, well known, widely known American healthcare system. Um, yeah. yeah, greatest one in the world. Greatest yeah. one in the world. Absolutely covers
0: everything. You never have to wait for anything. You know, you just go right in and you get the yeah. best the okay. best service it, for the least amount of money. Yeah, there's the- no
1: line. Be- for the same reason, there's no line at high-end restaurants. And it, it, it also only costs... <laughs> Nobody can afford to eat 60, there.
2: It only costs $60,000 to start your treatment.
0: Well, Huh. You know, we, you, you're thinking about it the wrong way. You know that the American healthcare system is a lot like Texas Day, to, Day Brazil. You know, there's there's a bit of a sticker shock when you get in there, but <laughs> once you once you clear thousands yeah. of dollars that it costs, me. you know, just right. some, just some Brazilian man's going to come up to your table with a with quality health care and you just choose what you want from it that's
1: I right to, that that, that's, that's actually how they Orlando. Orlando
2: one time and i swear to god i've never had the meat sweats so bad in my life
1: <laughs> i will i will never go there it is a i so first of all i have acid reflux and not sound like big baby but if i eat too much it gets really bad like terrible i feel uh-huh. like i feel so bad so it's like i will not do that and then two it's way too fucking expensive I'm going to pay that much fucking money. I'm going to go to Universal or something. Like well, fuck we you for somebody's birthday. Don't for, care. So there was like 10 of
2: that, us. <laughs> we made those servers work. It could be my <laughs> own brother. I'm
1: not going. But
2: fuck that. For
0: that much, for for half as much you can uh you can get pretty good uh um barbecue. You can get yeah. pretty yeah. good well, but anything I mean, like, else. But but in terms of like all you can eat, yeah. like like meats that are that are like good quality meat that are
1: right off the fucking spit. Mm. Mm, delicious. I'm sure it's good I'm, just, I'm sweating yeah.
2: just thinking about it, it's fantastic mm. But speaking of sweating <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're about to get the UFO, or I should say UAP sweats boys Because we're into Disclosure Part
2: 2
1: Let's go I have a migraine right now, I just want everyone to know And I think it's probably the government activating the chip Because they yeah, don't want us the, to uh, get this information out
0: <clears throat> There's a guy in a flower van catty corner to your house and he's just turning a dial and like so if, looking at a screen.
1: Yeah, so if you like get a bunch of emails from me and it's like just the right side of the keyboard typing. That's exactly what was going on.
0: <laughs> just just a just a picture, just a picture of Steve like T-posing in the middle of his house. For if once I, the wi is like...
1: outside. Did you say T-posing or t <laughs> T-posing. T-posing. Okay, I was going to say, because if I'm T-bowing, shoot me, you know? If I'm T-bowing. If I've, get, if I've gotten to the point where I'm asking God for help, fucking kill me. So for once, the Wi-Fi that says FBI
2: surveillance van is probably legit now this time, huh?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> I have a pretty pretty robust network, though, so I'm not the o- The that. one thing about living in, in a
2: college town is if you live in an apartment complex, which I did for like the last before we bought a house, like, 10 years. Uh, you get the most amazing Wi-Fi names ever. Oh, yeah. Bill Y. The, si- the Science Fi. I well, that, and then it's like, there's Wi-Fis, and it's like, yo, apartment 304, you're loud as fuck. And I'm just like, that's the Wi-Fi name? <laughs> I'll tell you the story. One
1: time we got a call. I can't reveal my clients, but, like, one time we got a uh, call from some attorneys, and they were at the courthouse in Orange County, and the judge asked... There was a Wi-Fi there with a uh, weird name, and the judge asked them to call us to see if there's anything we could do. We're like, yeah, sure, we'll take a look at it. What's what's the problem there? Like, there's an SSID. I'm like, well, what does the SSID say? And they sent me an image, and it just says the couch pulls out, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I love hilarious. this. T- I love this ticket. It's getting printed out, and keep, keep, I'm keeping it. Too, I can't do shit about what they do with their couch. It's their network name. You can't, there's nothing name illegal it. about it. It's That's crazy. Hilarious.
0: So, recently there's been a lot of uh, UFO whistleblowers or I should say UAP yeah, whistleblowers that have come forward. <laughs> um, and a lot of this has to do with the fact that um, in the National Defense Authorization Act, which is like an act that Congress passes every year, pretty much since the sixties that, that determines like what the like authorized budget is for the defense department. Um, Part of it that they added in this year was, or I should say last year in December was a clause that allows whistleblowers to come forward um, with any information regarding UAPs um, material from UAPs um, and analysis and reverse engineering of UAP programs. Um, So, it, and this would allow people who are members of, of the Pentagon's uh, alleged uh, program teams uh, to come clean without fear of prosecution or for violating the, the security agreements they made.
2: Sounds like Sidney Gottlieb coming forward about MK Ultra. Listen, yeah. I'll testify, but I'm immune and I'm going to tell you about so many crimes that you didn't even know about. Watch this <laughs> for my next trick. I am about to fuck up America for the next eh, hundred years.
1: Every time someone says Sydney Gottlieb, I think of Gottlieb from like Pinball, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, that's cool to talk about that. Oh wait, government. <laughs> I mean, oh. I we recently just
2: went down a rabbit hole of like MK Ultra and it's like its origins and Project Bluebird and stuff, and it was just like Project Project Blue Book, Bluebird, Bluebird. Oh, it, okay. it was just absolutely terrifying to realize that we allowed for the torture of people. American citizens. Ted Zizky, Kaczynski. Whitey Bulger, Whitey like a whole Bulger. bunch of people. Yep. Like, Alright, the American government well, just doses you with acid for 365 days thing, Well,
0: the we'll thing like, we'll about a lot of that too is that uh, like a good deal of those researchers didn't know they were actually working on MK Ultra. Right, right, they were just like psychologists that were doing like these programs, and it was sort of that like sixties level of psychology where they're like, yeah, we're gonna torture people and see what happens. We yeah,
1: gonna do shit like the, the, the oh, no yeah, bluebird was the MK Ultra thing. Blue book is the UFO thing. Okay, all right. Yeah, bl- yeah. You. Blue books. I was gonna say I knew blue book was something
0: because a, a lot of the stuff with like MK Ultra is like. <clears throat> Like, yeah, they, they did it, but, like, I, I don't really, like, think that, like, it made, like, Ted Kaczynski into, like, who he was. I think it was more the fact, like, it didn't help, but, right, like, right. Ted Kaczynski was already fucked up as, like, a as, like a child that went to college. Like, anyone who tells you, like, is, like, yeah, my 16-year-old's going to college, and it's, like, no, you, you fucked up. No, like, your 16-year-old <laughs> should not be going to
2: college. <laughs> no. Withdraw your 16-year-old from FSU right fucking now. Like, <laughs> I feel you. No, I feel you. That's and not only not... that, he didn't just go to college; he went to
1: fucking Harvard. Like, yeah. and
2: insane. It, it yeah, was look like, what, what
1: fourteen. Look right? what it did to Rod DeSantis. You know, I mean, he was <laughs> well, perfectly he normal no guy before. <laughs> Perfectly not racist, normal guy. Before
0: he didn't have. Now when he sees a pudding cup, he just like goes at it. He Just goes
1: at it. He goes at it like
0: like Saturn eating his children. He's just like going.
1: He's
2: just housing that cup with his hands like a man
1: like a man fingering a midwife.
2: I maintain that Ron DeSantis is such an unlikable prick mostly because his press secretary forces him to focus on things that only internet brain poison thing only internet brain poison people
1: care about. Isn't a isn't his press secretary like a Russian expat?
2: Well yeah, but she's like terminally online on Twitter. She she worked for the Ukra- she's Ukrainian, I think.
0: She worked for the Ukrainian government because they they brought it up, but which he- means that she's probably definitely a Nazi. Um but she also uh whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. qualify that.
0: <laughs> because because like a lot of the like like the Azov battalion and stuff like that, right. like like a lot of people who used to like work in that regard, like they're all like literal Nazis. So like the fact, that, the fact that she's, like, in the United States instead of there anymore, because they've sort of fallen out like, the civilian government, but for, like, a solid period of, like, I want to say, like, four years, mm-hmm. like, the majority parties in control of, like, of Ukraine were, like, literal, like, Nazi apologist parties. Mm-hmm.
2: And just also, just to point out, like, the things that Ron DeSantis cares about is obviously being, you know, kind of put in his ear by her and other people directly around him, but it's all... Internet culture war nonsense like property insurance homeowners well, insurance let's not, is spike on through Florida how high say, but he hasn't said a word about it it's all hey Disney's turning your kids
1: gay let's not say it's all her it's it's definitely him too
0: yeah she's okay. she's definitely she's definitely pushing it there but he's also he's also one of those weirdos too because he's like into like the weird. Like diet and fitness stuff? Yeah,
1: I will not forgive uh, this asshole for being who he is. He's terrible, and I will not excuse it. But uh, it does explain some of the ridiculous things that he's going after when his press secretary is pushing him down that road. (laughs) Like there's
2: things that could make, just like when Trump was president, there's things that Ronald DeSantis could do to moonwalk Into another term as governor, if he's not at his limit right now, or into the presidency and making people in Florida very happy. There's shit he could do that we. I'm talking about. He's
1: at a national level. He's too slimy. Uh, well, yes, but again, there's things that he could He doesn't do. have the charisma that Trump had that unfortunately got him into office. There was four yeah. years that Trump was in
2: office that I said, please, for the love of God, just for the next four years, do not legalize on a federal level marijuana. Because if you do, Trump will literally just cartwheel into a second term of a presidency without a nah, federal. No, nope, uh, they'd never do that.
1: No, they'd never do
2: that. Well, they're already well on their way to decriminalization.
1: That would be great. I don't think it's happening, though. But speaking of decriminalization... And declassifying. Um,
0: the uh, The most notable whistleblower who's come forward lately has been David Grush, who was a decorated combat officer with the U.S. Air Force during the uh, during the Afghanistan War, and is also a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. From 2019 to
1: 2021, Me too. he was. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> That's all. I was you're, just I the, you're just going to be you're just going to be
0: just going to bob Lazar your way in there. Just <laughs> I can't like, say I'm anything there. else about it.
1: Yeah. Look, there were there were men there and they took us and we went to rooms and they showed us things. And uh yeah, we're not alone.
0: I um, saw I saw the I saw the UAP and the UAP looked at me.
1: Yeah. I saw a baby and the baby looked the baby looked at you. <laughs> I'm in danger. I don't, I don't
0: know about these UAPs
1: looking.
0: <laughs> um Ah, jeez. So From 2019 to 2021, he was representative of the NRO uh, to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Uh, From late 2021 to July 2022, he was the co-lead of the UAP analysis at the NGA and its representative to the task force. Uh, He helped draft the language as well for the National Defense Authorization Act of 2023.
1: Wow. Interesting. Oh, so this guy's Uh, no joke.
0: Yeah, he's like, like... like Elizondo, again? like, the, these guys, Grush, G-R-U-S-C-H. Bob Grush? David.
1: David Grush, thank you.
0: But it's, it's one of these things, too, that these whistleblowers are, like, they actually have credentials. There, There's uh, one we'll talk about that, like, his is more questionable. His is more of, like, a Coast to Coast AM guest. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys actually have a veneer of... Um, respectability about them, but but also too, you have to remember that there's still people like Richard Doty out there, yeah, guys who were in Air Force Intelligence who, as we talked about in our aviary episode, just essentially has been trolling the UFO community and people in it for the past like 50 years,
2: which is inarguably fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, well, other than the fact that he like drove a man like literally
2: insane. All right, less cool.
0: Um in in July of 2021. Uh, Grushville uh, f- uh, filed a legal complaint with the uh, Department of Defense Inspector General concerning the withholding of UAP-related information from Congress. Um, in 2023, he was interviewed as a whistleblower claiming that the United States has a secret UFO retrieval program which possessed multiple vehicles of non-human origin as well as records of dead pilots and the possession um, and the possessions of the vehicles and the pilots.
2: Is this where we get the recent things that have come out where they're, like, they're made of materials that are not of this world or some shit? Is well, yeah. Uh,
0: thing, Al- El- Elizondo also made some more claims. Um, and which a lot of the times, too, with that previously, it was just sort of like, well, yeah, there's there's stuff that can fall from space that, that's, like, different, you know, because there's just junk floating around up there and some of it might survive getting into the atmosphere. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's, you know, from a UFO. Mm. It, it just means it's just from, like, a weird like, space rock that didn't just disintegrate in orbit. Right. Right. Um, journalists Wesley uh, Keene and Ralph Blumenthal uh, wrote the first report on his allegations uh, for the debrief, um, which is an uh, online periodical, and Ross uh, Coldheart uh, conducted that an That sounds initi-
1: like an online periodical, right? It's like when you get in your email, the de- the debrief. <clears throat> just like a fucking no. sign up right now for regular emails.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and- and Ross Coulter uh, conducted an initial interview with Grush for News Nation. According to a writer for Vanity Fair, Charlotte Klein, Keenan Blumenthal uh, initially brought their story to the New York Times. Vanity
1: Fair be getting involved in some stuff that just doesn't scream Vanity Fair to me, you know? <laughs> like you'd be like, "There's an excellent article in Vanity Fair about you know militant like something in somewhere," and you're just like, "What?" Vanity <laughs> well, Fair was just like the.
0: It's like the teen, the Teen Vogue for well, adults. Well,
1: wasn't <laughs> it's like an, a Vanity Fair? Sounds like
2: AI comes up with their all their headlines. Hey,
1: wasn't that um, uh, that article about um, the French um, Foreign Legion? Wasn't that a Vanity Fair article? Yes, I know. I yeah, think so. That yes. fucking article was phenomenal it was good
2: it was real good
1: yes yeah, so you take back your teen vogue shit dude they're
0: hey teen vogue was doing was doing good work okay <laughs> it's they also were...
2: it's also like buzzfeed like buzzfeed had that that you know reputation yeah. as being the list Top of but, like, if you aliens actually,
1: you haven't heard about
2: but if you pay attention to the people that actually do like the articles and like do the writing buzzfeed actually had some decent writing come out of it
1: yeah they had some okay stuff i mean you're not gonna hire hacks right like most of the time anyway Unless you're I mean, like a unless you're a conservative like right wing. There thing. we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it's just there like copy go. and paste Ben Shapiro level stuff.
0: So. So are they just like how much how much do you hate Jews? And to what to what level? <laughs> was, it, <laughs> like, was it was it was it Dave Rubin, awful.
2: the plagiarist? Was that who that was? Yeah. Or Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson was a plagiarist.
0: Yeah, they probably they, they all they all do that, but
1: Yeah. I hate um, yeah, my, my biggest problem with those sites is is just, I hate to sound like a baby, but, like, how mean they are, you know? Like, you can kind of judge, like, most of those sites just by seeing how mean they're being. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, dude, you're not, this is bullshit. Like, you're obviously, like, personally involved in, in this. This is all anger. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: so the New York Times turned down the story, as did Politico and the Washington Post, on the basis that they needed time to uh, complete their uh, editing and verification processes for the story. Right, uh, which makes sense. Quine uh, reported that during interviews with both Grush and Keen, that quote unquote, it became clear that neither had seen photos of the alleged craft. Quine uh, also wrote that Grush has no firsthand experience or information regarding the subject, and his allegations only concern secondhand information related to him from other sources. Which this is why I go into mention like Richard Doty and people like that because you know it's all secondhand. As
2: which is I, another they reason they told me that we had spaceships. I seen well, well this is another me. thing
0: too, which I've brought up before, is that under oath you can you can claim you heard secondhand information, and if that secondhand information is a lie you're not in violation like you like you haven't broken it because as far as you know it's true you're just saying i heard this
2: but normally any good attorney depending on who you are testifying for any good attorney will immediately object to that under the grounds of hearsay. yeah
0: but but this is big you you can't really do that in congress like like they don't really there's not really an objection and hearsay
1: No, we're talking about congress okay yeah because it's not a criminal trial yeah, I mean, but yeah, okay.
0: you can you can get criminally charged for lying in front of Congress, but
1: no, but I mean, like if Congress is investigating you, know, it's it doesn't follow the same rules as like a legal trial. Yeah, yeah, right, correct. Yeah,
0: there's 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 no real like 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 law like there's not a judge and there's not like lawyers,
1: but but they'll accept hearsay. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, uh, I so want to know more to- about that. I'm going to look that up because that's that sounds insane. But they would accept hearsay and not be like, yo, shut the I fuck mean, they up. I mean, accept- you know they obviously accept hearsay, right? They obviously accept complete Ooh. bullshit because Brett Kavanaugh became a Supreme <laughs> Court <of> Justice. <laughs> well, well, yeah, they do like that all the beer. time.
0: Because. <laughs> Because the because Re- the Republicans are like bring in some dude, and he'll just be like, he'll be like, yeah, they're they're grooming our children to be gay, and then they'll just be like,
2: oh my god,
0: and then they'll just be writing it down, like, see, the the gentleman said they're doing it.
2: They're like fucking dogs. They can't like maintain and focus on one thing because as soon as you pull out the tennis ball, the the tennis ball of homophobia, hey. they're just hey. like, huh, what? what what gay people exist? What Arr! like it's fucking
1: incredible. Oh my god. Um so the according to Quine of homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's
2: exactly um, what it is. They're just distracting Republicans every time something serious comes up, they're like, oh, oh,
1: oh, don't forget trans people exist. Emphatically state <laughs> you're not wrong. It's a good analogy. Uh,
0: uh according to Quine in an interview with News Nation, uh, "Quote unquote," Keen said, "the lack of documents or photographs did not raise uh, red flags for her because the information is designated classified and, for that reason, unavailable." The
1: Fox News Nation. That sounds familiar.
0: It's like a. It, it's sort of like a like a a, a weekly news magazine. So not I news think Max. it's a weekly they, they, Max.
1: they sound like shit birds.
0: They're they're not very good. Like their 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 level of like journalism. They're they're kind of like. I, I don't know if it's exactly the same, because the, the Daily Mail's a newspaper, but it, but it always kind of seemed to me like a, like a Daily Mail, like a sort of, like, a right, sort of, like, soft,
1: like, uh, okay. news
0: news journalist
1: type. Uh, okay.
0: Um, writing in the Atlantic, uh, uh, Marina uh, Karen, uh characterized the debrief as a website that, uh, quote-unquote, that says it specializes in frontier science and describes itself as self-funded. Frontier medicine.
1: Hobo chili. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and according and, and according to her, the case fits a long pattern of previous unprova, unprovable claims, and that "quote unquote" so far the best evidence Grush has uh, come up with, besides his own word, is the government's denial. Hmm. Ooh. Uh, journalist Nick Pope said during his time investigating UFOs for the Ministry of Defence, he had "quote unquote" had seen no hard evidence of non-human craft or materials. But he hoped that Gresh's allegations would bring UFO investigations closer to a conclusion.
2: I think that's hilarious. You just got some random fucking journalist with no security clearances. Like, well, I haven't seen anything. uh, Well,
0: he he, well, he he previously did work for in, in the UK in the Ministry of Defense investigating UFOs.
2: Again, yeah, but, but so he has too. no American I mean, clearance. <laughs> like Yes, but but, but what we'll get to there.
0: but what we'll get to is what Grush alleges is that all of the five eyes agencies are working together on this. That that this is something that every every country in the world essentially has
2: a piece of the UFO pie and they're all keeping it secret. Just because you worked in the mailroom, okay, for the Ministry of Intelligence or whatever the Sylvia. fuck the British whatever the fuck the British MI6 well, I worked there and I didn't see anything, bro. You well, sorted mail, okay? He's he's he, well, he's not
0: just a he's not just a mail boy. He's actually an established like guy.
2: <laughs> okay, so he was mailroom supervisor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, a, a noted uh, a skeptic of the UFO community, McWest said that he doesn't think uh, Grush, uh, what he's saying is accurate. Um, and he, but he says uh, that he thinks it's uh, possible. He believes what he's saying, but it's such an incredible story that it really needs uh, something to actually verify it. Right, just one picture is
2: all I want. Just one in, legitimate in, photo. Well, there's that it.
1: phrase. What is it? Um, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. It's, yeah. just, it's always the case. Like someone comes up to you and they claim some crazy shit. They need to have extraordinary evidence, and if they don't, it's on them. <laughs>
2: Oh, of course. That's the biggest
1: problem we have right now, which is that it doesn't seem to be on the person making the argument, ever. It's always on the other side to like, so you can't defend that, can you, huh? Ivermectin works. And it's like, holy shit. It's not my job to prove a negative, you absolute buffoon. It just reminded me of an article I read recently about um, these, like, South Korea, I think. Um, It's called the, um, hold on, it's called the... Fenbendazole scandal. Okay. Fenbendazole, which is like a dog, like. The warmer thing that they were saying was effective for cancer and like Korean ce- celebrities were saying it was working Uh-oh. and uh, it's still getting passed around as like a meme even though there's zero efficacy and basically if you take it you're just going to Steve Jobs yourself into a chakra alignment of death you know oh, like Jesus you're just going to die because you're not doing your primary treatment anymore
2: uh-huh.
1: and I just, like- I just think it's fucking shocking because like if you tell these people like there's no evidence that this shit works they like they tell you like it's on you to figure it out and you're just like the fuck, <laughs> fuck! It's on me. It's on the, you. You said some no. You do- made you the claim. You the onus. Of you said dog is on you. Yeah. You said dog medication cures cancer. Give me the fucking evidence.
2: Yeah. Let me see what made you say that.
1: Let's see.
0: Show me the cancer-free dogs.
2: <laughs> exactly. Show you work, motherfucker. Oh.
0: What's notable about uh, Grush is that after his initial interviews in the English language press, he did an article for uh, La Parisian, which is a uh, a French periodical. Nah. Um he <clears throat> he's he stated in the interview that the first UFO that the United States had recovered had come to earth in 1933. Uh-oh. Which is 14 years before Roswell and most notably that it was a craft that had crashed in Italy in
2: 1933. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: And this is based on a, uh, and, and the story had been around for a bit. He isn't the first one to relay it.
1: Hey, Luigi, is this American car <laughs> over here? <laughs> it, uh,
0: it, first, it first appeared in 2000 during an annual World UFO Symposium in San Marino, where two researchers, Alfredo Lasani and Roberto uh, Pinotel, um, they gave a, a lecture on this uh, on a discovery of materials which they had, uh, which they began calling the uh, fascist UFO files.
2: The fascist UFO
0: files. So the materials they have that they they seem to show that a purported uh, flying saucer had either crashed or landed near Magenta um, in Lombardy, Italy, on mm. April eleventh,
1: nineteen thirty-three. Okay, like, um, like it does.
0: And the event was involved a, a subsequent investigation by an obscure wartime intelligence unit called the Gabinetto uh, RS uh, thirty three uh, Cabinet, um, and RS is an acronym for uh, Research uh, Speciale or Special Researches,
2: um,
0: and and thirty three was nineteen uh, thirty three. Okay, and the group had been authorized by uh, then dictator Italy Benito Mussolini to study the problem. The problem of what, um, UFOs? Of, of what it was that they had. Okay. Because remember, it's also 1933, so it's not like, you know, UFOs are, are like a, a known quantity within popular culture. Right. Um, so later, the UFO is allegedly stored in the hangars of SIAI uh, Marchetti in uh, Virgiate. Um, Mussolini initially thought that it was a um, like an unconventional... Uh, experimental vehicle that was either French british or German origin um, but apparent uh, but uh, uh, guglielmo uh, Marconi of of the uh, of the radio fame uh, he believed it was an extraterrestrial craft in origin mm. Mm. Um, this cabinet according to the uh, the sender of the materials who wrote wrote to them said he was a relative of one of the members who had investigated this. Um, so between 1933 and 1940, there were also many different um, UFO sightings in Italy. Um, in one instance, an Italian fighter plane intercepted a UFO between Ravenna and Rome, and in August 1936, there were multiple UFO sightings of a quote-unquote flying cigar and two Saturn-shaped UFOs over Mestre and Venice.
1: Flying cigar, oh. it's just Winston Churchill. <laughs> I <was gonna> say- <laughs> it's
0: like the flying nun, he's just... <laughs> just got just got a giant comically sized cigar so he's like puffing on it like a, <laughs> bon it's going now. like a jet
2: engine now. <laughs> bonjourno <laughs> <laughs> bon you jolly fuck <laughs>
0: um and according to the files that the uh, the organization that was investigating ufos during this period was founded uh, by mussolini as well as uh the fascist minister uh italo uh balbo and uh Galeazza Ciano and was headed by Marconi. Uh, the first UFO case uh, that, that was uh, recorded um, in Italy uh, prior to this that was included with them was also one in 1931 near Venice and a second is also mentioned um, in June 13th, um, 1933, which is the one where they found the UFO that landed. Um, they also claimed to have had three telegrams um, concerning the recovery of a UFO and a protocol was sent uh, to the prefect, intended for the Italian secret services and the newspapers in order to cover up uh, the news.
2: Why do they cover this uh, up so much? Like, why don't they want, like, why can't they just be open about it? Like in your, in your professional opinion?
0: Well, I, I think the main argument for why it isn't, it's not just the fact, cause people say like, Oh, if they, they say there's, there's aliens, like people won't, won't believe in, in Jesus or whatever. But I think the real reason is, is that there is what? a, it, it's, it's, because essentially, that life outside will
1: of. will contradict the Bible. It so will
0: people. contradict, like, if you're, a, if you're yeah, a biblical but They've been saying literalist. that shit
1: for years. Like, they, uh, if yes, they find but, water on another planet, it's gonna and we found water on Mars, so, of course. But,
0: but that's. But the, the main reason I think it is, is because that if you were to. Um, if, if you were to say that there was an incredibly technologically advanced uh, race out there that is doing things on our planet, allegedly not doing. American. American. Doing doing sinister things, but but the question comes because what do what does human civilizations tend to do when they when they encounter a less technologically advanced civilization? It's
1: yeah. not great, man. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's great.
0: not great nine times out of ten. <laughs> it turns into um, a
1: prodigy. They're gonna smack their bitch up. Oh God, we I don't. I don't it- think we're
0: good. I say I don't. I don't think we're gonna end up like New Zealand, which even then that was a that was a bad. Like like when New Zealand's considered the gold standard of of like cohabitation between like a, a, a less technologically advanced native people and a more advanced people just like just yeah look it's not America. gonna be good for us
2: just look at our fuck like our own country yeah it's not great man
1: I have the same feeling about this that I've had for like the last 20 years which is that if a freaking alien uh, came down to earth why the fuck would they immediately like go to state governments and form a cabal of secrecy why because they're not here because well, they're not
0: fucking well. No, real. it's well, well. The thing is, it's not the aliens that are doing it. It's that the governments are keeping it secret because they don't want the the public to find out. That, I'm like, saying
1: that that would be impossible.
0: Yeah, it is. It is impossible. But I'm just saying what the logic is of why they would why uh, they would okay, hide it okay. is because because the fact that you know like there's this there's this force that we don't know anything about that could conceivably come in and easily like wipe us out
1: right and right.
0: and you don't want you don't want people to panic or you don't want people to like because because people get crazy about stuff even too like like ask yeah, anybody be about no China
1: paper at all if they if aliens are real <laughs> They, that's the first thing that happens every time they buy up all the toilet paper and paper towels.
2: Yeah, because they're fucking up. They don't buy a bidet. Okay, you gotta think higher. You gotta do yeah. like a nine thousand IQ play, like I did. Oh, COVID hit. There's no toilet paper. Don't yeah. worry about it. Bidet you get and flushable one of those wipes. <laughs> Sorry, plumbers, because I know flushable wipes aren't really like New flushable, but like uh, yeah, flushable wipes and a bidet got me through COVID. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Prove it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my asshole has never been cleaner since I realized how awesome bidets were in 2000. That's the title of the episode right there. It was That's like 2016 My when asshole I went to has Rome. never
1: been cleaner. <laughs> when I went to Rome, I realized
2: bidets, how good they were.
1: And I've just, yeah, just, oh. my buddy got one at some point, and uh, I used it, and absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. It's, oh. And it's not gay, Um, like everyone says.
2: Easy, with um, their killer. We still got five days worth of Pride Month left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you know. Like, when you tell when you tell like a random, like, dummy uh, male about it, be like, yeah, you spray water on your ass, and it's like... I don't want that, that water little, in my so that's booty hole. <laughs> so that's I, like, don't uh, even, I don't even wipe my ass because I don't want I don't a man's want, hand near my butthole. I don't want the off chance that I like it. <laughs>
0: What um, if what if the water hits your prostate and you enjoy
2: it? Is
1: it? Wow, then you need
2: to turn the pressure down, son. Turn
1: it down a little bit. Yep, jeez. You're right in the, what is it? It's the grundle, Steve? The You're gooch. Right in the grundle.
2: The gooch. Apparently, it's a real thing that there is a subset of men who do not wash in between their ass cheeks when they're in the shower yeah. because no, they might be No, I have gay. heard
1: this, and I'm like, yeah, I'm they're, they're like weird it.
2: incel types.
1: I am shocked yeah. by that. It is... It is one of the single weirdest things ever I'm not even shocked by it, i'm not gonna lie
2: I'm just dumbfounded i'm not shocked i'm dumbfounded though
1: right
0: the uh the researchers also had in their possession uh some notes from nineteen ninety uh, some notes that they received in nineteen ninety six allegedly from nineteen thirty six that carried uh the official seal of the kingdom senate um in the mail um and this is in the materials they mentioned um a, a mysterious uh, airship, which there's a sketch of. Um, it's it stated it was observed in the morning. It was a metallic disc, polished and reflecting light, with a length of 10, uh, 10 or twelve meters. Two fighter aircraft from a nearby airbase took off and were not able to reach it, even traveling at 130 kilometers per hour. Oof. It didn't emit any sound, which would lead one to consider an aerostat, uh, which is a type of balloon. Uh, but nobody knows of balloons that can fly faster than the wind. I know for sure that it was seen by other pilots. The report arrived in the hands of Ciano, uh, uh, who, uh, who was Mussolini's uh, son-in-law and the Italian uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs. Okay. Uh, then, after approximately an hour after flying over Mestre, it was seen as sort of a metallic tube, gray or slate in color, and a drawing was uh, was done to show that the, the two different states. Hmm, interesting. Um, and then the, the the drawings were labeled A and B. Uh, a was the one that was sort of like uh, like an aerial torpedo, which had clear windows, <clears throat> and alternating white and red lights. And B were uh, were more of the saucer ones, which were described as being uh, hats like those of a of a Catholic priest. Hmm. Uh,
2: hmm. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute hats of a catholic priest as somebody who was raised irish catholic please explain to me what catholic priest we, we know like old
0: school like italian like like in like in photos where, where it's almost like a it, it sort of like goes up like a circle <laughs> yeah. in the center
2: you know like old italian no, like i forget the name of it but there's
1: there's not i used to know the name of it as someone who was an altar boy for a lot of years i can't remember the name of it but yeah He's talking about like yeah. traditional like uh, like they're a bit
0: they're a bit more fancier lads than the than the Irish Oh yeah. okay
1: listen first of all fuck you <laughs> now, the Irish priests wore hats too. They just you know, they wore like newsy caps. Yeah, we, we like the flat the flat yeah. bills. So, what is the history behind the traditional Irish hat? Fuck you, Siri. The first fucking three within the first five words, it says the word leprechaun. So you know. No,
2: listen. Like you, you actually got the history. You said it out loud yourself. Like, what is the history of that? Fuck you. Like that's the history of it right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um.
0: So Mussolini and Siano were the where then, like, the one, like, the first and, like, the number one and number two leaders of Italy at that time, so they were informed of the situation.
1: Situazione. Um,
0: uh, so, uh, initially, the the, the researchers, uh, they uh, they sort of followed away the uh, the materials for the Centro Uf... Uh, Logico uh, Nazional, um, Nazionale. Nazionale. And, uh, and then they... Uh, they put it away for deeper analysis, analysis or until uh, fresh evidence was made available to them. Um, and after a long time, um, and searches for eyewitnesses proved fruitless, uh, the document... Um, uh, also, they were unable to find the three names that were listed on the document. Dang. Um, so they tried to secure a testimony from an aging relative, um, who uh, unfortunately died shortly afterwards... Uh, but he confirmed that he had been present and seen the incredible uh, sight of the, the machine. Um, they found other uh, caches of documents uh, sent by an anonymous Mr. X, um, as they decided to call him, um, and they were received by the organization before the daily newspaper El Resto del Carlino of, of Bologna, um, whose uh, whose journalists refused to publish them, um, and by a contactee-oriented magazine, UFO, La... Visitia uh, um which uh, mentioned the uh, the previously mentioned cabinet RS thirty three.
2: I can already hear Konami's lawyers getting erections, trying to figure out how they can backdate Mr X lawsuits so that they can <laughs> sue them before yeah. Resident Evil came out. <laughs>
0: um, and the uh, this magazine though was also charged with both investigating and covering up what the documents call. Uh very voli non uh convenzionale or uh, which is uh, which is like the Italian term for um UFOs or unconventional flying vehicles this is the literal translation.
1: Um so it hasn't uh, come up in my Duolingo, so I can use more than I Are you in, are you doing Duolingo Italian now? I've been doing it for a few years. I can pretty That's much a... I can pretty much figure out like I can read the newspaper, a oh, word, but I can't speak. It's uh it's really hard because gr- grammar is such a pain in the ass in many yeah, of those languages.
2: So, and like specifically dialects and speed at native speakers would say the Italian's
1: kind of weird because you know we've talked about this before, but up until like what 1850, Italy didn't exist. Like it was it was a bunch of nation states, kind of. Yeah. So there's a shitload of dialects. Like my. Yeah. My grandfather spoke Lucani. As far as I know, anyway, my brother will probably correct me when he hears this, but uh, mm. so, like, it, it's a completely different language. It doesn't even sound like Italian most of the time, so.
2: And then Steve can probably weigh in better than I can.
1: When you hear Italian, things. all you hear is Napolitan most of the time, I think.
2: Well, I mean, like, there's, like, a shitload of different dialects in China, too, right?
0: Yeah, there's oh, yeah. a lot of regional dialects and even some some cities and towns will have their own dialect where, like, People live like close by. It'll be unintelligible. Yeah. Um. That's but insane. there is like a there is a national, uh, yeah, math, sort of standardized math, math. form of Chinese that that everybody is is taught. Because like the the place <coughs> I lived for the first couple of years, they, they spoke a dialect that was very close to Mandarin, so it sounded similar, but it just had weird like almost like slang in in the sense of like how how terms were,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um. And it was also considered like a like a backward dialect because like, I essentially lived in like Chinese Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, oh man, I don't I don't even want to do it because it, coming from me it would sound racist as shit. But I'm trying to imagine like a very redneck
1: Chinese man, <laughs>
2: like yeah. that, that accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I
2: worked
0: I worked with a guy that was from uh <coughs> North Carolina and and he he talked like that and he was really slow and he, his his kind of like his uh he kind of had that lilt to his uh oh, speaking
2: no. I can't um, remember what this kid's name was, but there's a YouTube channel of this kid, and like he he looks like your average like white kid that's like in his twenties and early. Fucks 30s, that right? man, dude. Huh? And uh, no, he's like, like I said, like an average white that kid, mean, huh? Right? But like he goes into like the <laughs> Chinese food restaurants and. The, okay and, and the Chinese food restaurants like the takeout restaurants that I'm talking about so that have the same menu over the counter that like old 80's looking menu mm-hmm. and he speaks in fluent Mandarin and then he also uses specifically talk about the guy uh, on
1: TikTok that like goes around speaking all these other languages he's like a polyglot I don't maybe the kid I watched was on YouTube yeah, he but he was the, the same one. Too. Yeah,
2: but but he also said that there was a certain part of China that a lot of these people who start these the Chinese takeout places come from is a certain dialect that they, that they speak. It's not Mandarin; it's something well, else.
0: Cantonese. One, yeah, they, uh, yeah, Cantonese because like orig- like the no, first no, no, wave. No, it's not even of,
2: Cantonese. It was it was something else. If you say it, I'll know what it was. But it was not Cantonese like, specifically. Fu- it was a dialect. Fujianese, like, maybe Fujianese cuz uh, everybody behind the camera was like wait from Fujian
0: Fujian province is, is the province that's across from like
2: Taiwan okay everybody got um, so excited when he did it they were like holy shit you speak fujianese like you what and he's like i mean I, I i can i'm not good at it but i can and like it, it was like watching somebody that like like literally met an alien they're just like wait a minute what <laughs>
0: um so these two uh, magazines that they took the materials to one lost the, the materials the the standard uh newspaper and the uh, the UFO magazine um, they took it but they entrusted the uh, the sort of looking into the case to a, uh, a ufologist from Naples uh, Umberto uh, Telerico um, who was skeptic of who was a skeptic of the case and considered it to be fake hmm.
1: um,
0: so the the mr. X2 um, this is in September 10th 1999 he sent a letter of protest um, uh, repeating that they that the RS33 cabinet and supplying names of its members, um, to them, in order to further prove that it was, you know, it existed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, he enclosed newspaper clippings about a French Air Force pilot who had vanished in Italy, um, a pilot who who discovered later had the misfortune to film a UFO and then spoke to the uh, the Italian government about it. Um, and uh, they also stated t- as well in the the papers that the uh, that the cabinet had links to the fascist secret police, um, uh, OVRA. Um, and the, uh, the Agenzia uh, Stefani, which was the, the news agency in charge of, um, disseminating, uh, fascist propaganda in Italy during that period.
2: Okay. Um,
0: so a lot of this, um, with this case, you know, it's been going on for like, uh, for a while in the thirties. And then eventually what happens, um, is that, uh, eventually that, They begin to go into World War II, um, and they do tests on some of the materials, um, and uh, they're able to uh, sort of figure out that, you know, it's not from this earth. Um, And eventually what happens is that a a lot of the the members of the cabinet are allegedly, uh, their materials and stuff are allegedly shipped to Nazi Germany.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
0: because a lot of the a lot of the talk with uh, UFOs in World War II usually relates to like the Nazis and, and sort of like Nazi weapon programs. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but a lot of these a lot of these designs that pop up, they a, a number of them originally come from Italian um, uh, scientists and, and researchers who who designed like these these aircraft designs. Right. Um, and, and sort of the creators of this as well. Fucking they're Enzo not big fans. Ferrari's
1: fan. just designing UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch f- how
2: fast that this UFO could go. <laughs>
1: uh, still my favorite like quote where they were like asking him about the door jams and he's like I don't give a fuck about the door jams as long as when you press the gas pedal you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> something That's something amazing. something like that. It's a so am- me. I mean it sounds r- part of the course, absolutely. Yeah. Um
0: and the uh and the uh, the researchers too, who originally brought up this story, they're 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 opposed to like a lot of the Nazi UFO stuff because they say a lot of it is just like Nazi propaganda and just like straight up like just white supremacist bullshit. Um, but um, certain um, uh, certain Italian scientists though um, uh, are are sort of like connected with this, like uh, Giuseppe uh, Baluso, Giuseppe. Um, Giuseppe, and he's also. And he's also, he's always mentioned in conjunction with uh, the German scientists um Schreiber, um, Marver- and Habermull. And, Habermol. Um, and a, a lot of these people are also confirmed by like US sources that they were working on uh, weapons programs for um, the Axis, uh, primarily Germany. And it's also believed that there were sketches of a, uh, a possible. Um, German uh, V-7 craft was its uh, code name, and it would have been a disc-shaped um, sort of aircraft.
2: Okay. So like the typical aircraft that we think of when someone says UFO, that disc-shaped, kind of like bubble on top kind of thing? Yeah, that, that type of uh, design.
0: Um, and, and they were also from a technician... Uh, who worked for Mussolini's uh, Italian Social Republic in 1944 and 1945, which is sort of like the Northern Italian um, sort of state that the Nazis set up after they break Mussolini out of prison, um, that that he had worked in the Garda Lake area, and he had uh, given them 17 original documents uh, from his father, who was the technician, including detailed drawings of outer parts of an Italian disc shape, uh, discomet, um, which uh, showed it, um, which was... Uh, which was at that point um, unknown and was never produced. Um, That had been designed in the last months of World War II.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Um, So a lot of the forensics on these um, is questionable um, because the guys who have it claim, you know, that these these documents um, are, you know, on the level. Um, But of course they're going to say that. Right. You know they're not going to be like, oh, oh no, it's it's bullshit. That's why we've devoted all this time to it. Of course. Um, but a lot of people are skeptical of it. I know a lot of people in, like the American UFO community who are familiar with it are skeptical of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like like Soraya from Where the Road Goes, uh, Where did the road go? He uh, he he's like he said the story is like pretty much just bullshit. I, um, I like,
1: but Soraya he's also in general, but. What? I like Soraya in general, but, you know, I'm not going to him for accuracy most of the time.
0: Yeah, but there's kind of a divide.
1: Yeah, he's more of an entertainment guy, like, in my opinion. He's not, I'm not saying he lies, by the way. I'm not saying, sorry, I'm not saying he's, like, duplicitous. I'm just saying, like, yeah, he's got some wacky... Well,
0: there's, there's a big divide in the UFO community between, like... There, there's different levels of like what people believe UFOs are, and they're sort of like the nuts and bolts UFO people who are more the traditional yeah. UFO researchers. Right. And, and Saraya is is more of the like the John Keel type or the the Jock Fillet type, who are more that it is uh like an extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. um or I should say ultra terrestrial thing that it's like an extra dimensional and is more of like a supernatural phenomenon as opposed to like an alien race that's constructing like. A craft as we know it, and traveling to Earth in it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense,
1: yeah. Yeah, that, that the way they, they, always they
2: thought about it is that you can't think of an alien in human terms. You can't. What's it, what's the term? Anthropomorphize the aliens because yeah, there's are xenos. Yeah, like you merely <laughs> think, oh, little gray men. Well, that would imply that they have hearts and eyes and brains, but like, there's no way for you to know that they're not just something that you can't even see. Like, there's a ball of energy. Like that could be.
1: Yeah, the idea that they would be, like, that's like the Dr. Manhattan level, like, that they're so advanced that they just don't give a shit about us.
2: Yeah, they can just snap their fingers and vaporize yeah.
1: everybody like that sub that went down to look at the Titanic. I think anything that, that obtains sufficient, like, technological advancement, that it was able to freely travel space, would be so far ahead of us. Just looking at our society and where we're at with everything, it's just like, forget it, you know? Why would they? Even you, give a so you also shit have about like about uh,
0: because because like, like lately, like Jacques Fillet has said that he thinks that the the craft that are being recovered are being um sort of like purposely left for humans to find them, mm. and that it's just sort of like a test.
1: Whatever. Right.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all just sort of like woo bullshit, and like I don't. I, I obviously don't believe in a lot of it, but this is just sort of like their take yeah, on it. Yeah, I'm not, like critici- you have, I'm you not these- criticizing
1: you, but you're going to hear like a healthy dose of skepti- skeptical voices yeah. coming from my direction. <laughs> no, it's not just the migraine, by the way. It's just like fuck it. Because
0: <laughs> because one of the things too, and it's sort of like where where uh, you
1: can get a special thing at McDonald's if you order with a <laughs> certain number of words, like fuck off.
0: Just, just ask for it valet style.
1: Yeah. Like a Big Mac valet style, and that's how you get green patties.
0: Sorry. I but it, it's sort of the problem that comes with these communities is that people dedicate themselves to, like, Bigfoot research and UFO research, and that the lack of any sort of good evidence, and, and sort of like the thing with, like, a Bigfoot, like, it is like we've talked about, it is impossible for a Bigfoot to exist without having a footprint. Um, I
2: still say bullshit.
0: (laughs) Like, people give the example of, like, gorillas or the panda, but the thing is that, like, these were animals that lived in the middle of nowhere where, like, nobody had been, and it was untouched. Whereas, like, people are purporting to see Bigfoot in, like, their backyard, and even in the areas of the Pacific Northwest, they're relatively untouched. These are also like areas that are full of like mining camps and stuff.
2: I love the so, big, so, weird news. Like Bigfoot was trying to break into my car when I left in the morning to go to work. <laughs> he had a slim jim trying to <laughs> jimmy open my car door. <laughs> Bigfoot stole stole my fucking huffy. Like what? <laughs> I heard him riding down the street. Bring bring What's bring the big bring. Ones? Like <laughs> Bigfoot <laughs> ate
1: my ass or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why you gotta have a coffee can full of, like, change that you shake and you're like, get out of here, big (laughs) boy. No one wants you here. Get out of here.
1: Like you're trying to get a raccoon Um, away from your trash can. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Shoo! Shoo! You just get a big (laughs) broom. Just, just get him out of there! Like it's, like he's just got chased Why off the stage at late night at the Apollo. He was
1: gonna get in my trash. I didn't have
2: my phone out. I had my broom out. It wasn't bungee corded. I ran in the house without putting the bungee
1: cord around the lid. My so ring we camera went it. off right when I needed it. You know, I've
0: been, I've been out the city council meetings. I keep tell them the city needs to invest in Bigfoot proof garbage cans that that we're just gonna keep getting. These big feet rummaging through our trash. If we don't do something, you know, we need we need solid walks with this. This is a big creature. I can't it's even begin point. to think of like the tensile strength of a bigfoot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so one of the researchers, uh, Alfredo uh, Lassani, he hypothesizes that the craft that was recovered in 1933 had been hidden in one of the nearest and most discreet hangars in the region, which was the hangars of the aeronautical uh, establishment of SIAI. Uh, Marchetti in in Vergiate or, or Sesto Quende uh, in the uh, Verese region of uh, Ticino. Um, he said uh, at that time they were under the control of the Regia Aeronautica, the Royal Italian Air Force, um, and General uh, Italo uh, Italo uh, Balbo, um, who is a uh, sort of like a world famous airman. He's kind of like the Italian Goring without the pill addiction.
2: Who? <laughs>
0: Uh, Italo uh, Balbo. I don't know who that is. He was like he was like a big name. Like he was, I believe he was a World War One fighter ace, but he was like a notable pilot, and then he became like a fascist politician,
2: kind of like the Red Baron. Like if he hadn't got killed. Well,
0: no, like like Goring, like because Goring was a decorated World War One hero.
1: I don't know who Goring is. You don't? Yes, you do. The, do I? The, the, the
0: Nazi Hermann Göring. Herman
1: Goering. From World Herman? War Two, yeah, Hermann Goering. yeah,
0: the fat, the, the fat, fat guy. guy
1: that killed himself. The fat guy at addicted Nuremberg. to pills. <laughs> he was like, he was like one of the top five officials in the Nazi. Yeah, party. he
0: was. He was a he was addicted to uh, pills. Hermann Göring sounds during, familiar, though.
1: Yeah, I find it during, odd. During, there's no way you don't know who that is. Like, I, I, you're you're too well informed most of the time for you to not know who Herman Goering is.
0: But he was the uh, name is. Familiar he was the to me, head of I, the. Like,
1: if you were like, "Hey,
2: Ryan, go into your head, tell me who Hermann Göring was," yeah, I would be like, "Ah, I know." We, like Herman Göring, the name is familiar. Like, if you were like, "Hey, this is what he did," like, "Oh, okay, that sounds right." But, he was he like, was you know, the, the head of
0: head? the uh, the Luftwaffe. Yeah.
2: Wow, what a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. And uh <laughs> he much. was he was famously uh, he was famously addicted to uh to pills because he got injured during the beer hall push. Like he got shot.
2: Oh he was dead. Okay. Yeah, and
0: he, he got shot and because of like the injury, he like because of like 1930s medicine or whatever, he was never able to like fully recover from it. So he just like like a lot of Americans today, just got addicted to pain pills.
2: God the parallels to Nazi Germany are just chilling. <laughs> Um, so
0: this, um, this aircraft was under the, uh, the auspices of the, uh, Royal Italian Air Force, um, and, uh, Italo, uh, um, and he was also indicated to be a member of this RS-33 cabinet. Um, and at the beginning of World War II, um, although he was against, uh, Italy's alliance with, uh, Nazi Germany, uh, he became, uh, Viceroy, uh, of Libya, and his plane was shot down, uh. Um, by uh, Italian uh, batteries by mistake. <laughs>
1: hey, so sorry. Like, uh, <laughs> like Pat Tillman?
0: Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, it's, oh <laughs> God. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Uh,
1: another, uh,
0: another member of the cabinet was uh, Mussolini's son-in-law, uh, Count uh, uh, Galeazzo Siano, uh, who was later executed by the fascists due to opposing uh, uh, Mussolini. Um, so this uh, uh, Varese uh, trail was suggested by Lusoni uh, via several clues, namely that the uh, messages about the recovery of the UFO came from a nearby telegraphic office of Milano, and at that time the black shirts uh, were suddenly dispatched to the region. And a Varese uh, newspaper, uh, Cornice uh, Prelin or Preline, on uh, June 20th, nineteen thirty three, gave the first report, emphasizing that that. Uh, the forms of life on Mars were in contact with the Earth, um, almost as if it was a matter of fact. Okay. Um, so, also at the SIAI uh, Marchetti at Sesto uh, Calende, there was a, a director by the name of Moretti, who, uh, during the Italian Social Republic, uh, uh, he had uh, gone over to the Resistance and uh, set fire to the hangars at, uh, at, at Vergiati, um, which was uh, Which could have um, been holding an aerospace secret. Um, And finally, when the war was over, the US Air Force and members of the Nazi Secret Service were simultaneously infiltrating into uh, Sesto Kalende to investigate rumors of the presence of of sort of like special craft uh, kept there. Hmm. Um, In April of 1945, uh, the 1st Armored Division captured the SIAI Marchetti Aviation uh, Facility, where the 1933 UFO uh, was most likely kept, according to them, and they believe it was brought to the United States. Um, and they believe that the uh, RS-33 cabinet had continued to work right up to the time of the Italian Social Republic, um, and that,
1: um, Which is and that a lot of the... Which is the after the Nazis, or is that during...
0: That that's have, like, that's during because because remember time. Italy Italy switches sides midway through the right, war. Right.
1: Wait,
2: really? Yeah,
0: yeah. And that and that Mussolini gets in prison, and Otto Scorzani breaks Mussolini out of his like house arrest prison at a hotel um, in the Italian Alps, um, and then they form a. Um, They they form, like, the Nazis essentially make a puppet government with Mussolini at the head in northern Italy.
2: I didn't know that. I thought that we just curb stomped Benito Mussolini hard enough that the Italians were like, yeah, fuck Hitler. Like, we're on your side now.
1: I think it's more complicated than that. I think it wasn't the thing that Mussolini spent most of the money on, like, making them look good and really didn't have a successful military.
0: Well... Well, well, the fact was that they, they never should have gotten involved right. in, in World War II. Like, they didn't have the materials. Like, yeah. when, when they started invading, like, the Balkans and, and, like, Greece, they didn't even have enough leather to make boots. Yeah, it was really um, bad. And, and so, the, so the, it, it was essentially that that Mussolini felt that if he didn't jump on it, that, that he'd lose out. And that, that Germany would be getting all these territorial concessions while Italy wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the war was going so badly for Italy, and by that point, you know, the United States had invaded Italy... Um they're working their way up the peninsula. Uh the Italian government essentially like does a does like a soft coup against Mussolini. Because remember Italy at that time still has a king. Um so so the king and a bunch of other people just come out against uh Mussolini um right. and he's he's imprisoned.
2: Okay. We need to do an episode on Mussolini by the way. I think that would be a good one.
0: Something to think about.
2: I feel like I have um, a blind spot for the Italian um you know, part of World War Two.
1: Yeah, I think we need to really just, like, turn Mussolini upside down, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just just turn the whole discourse on him upside down.
1: (laughs) Right on its head.
0: Um, So, uh, it's believed that a lot of the documents, because, you know, they, they kept working into the Italian Social Republic, that they were sent to Berlin... Um, and the uh, the non what were considered non-relevant parts of the research were sent were kept in Italy, and the ones that were sent to Berlin were conceivably like destroyed. Okay. Um. So they have a lot of these, um, a lot of these documents. Um, but uh, like I said, a lot of people are doubtful of them, and and they make a lot of um, which is one of the criticisms I will agree with is that they're just making a lot of like hypotheses that don't really have anything to like go by like the fact that the, uh, that the Americans took the UFO. Right. And, and cause Grush is going on this, but, but again, remember Grush is going secondhand in all this. Um, and, um, in response to questions about his, uh, Grush's complaint, um, alleging that the U S military has been retrieving craft of non-human origin for at least several decades. And if we're not alone, would you even tell us, uh, the white house press secretary, uh, Korean, uh, uh uh, Karine Jean-Pierre said uh, that she would rather uh, that question be to the Department of Defense and let them answer that. Um, In response to uh, claims by Grush, the Department of Defense spokesman uh, Sue Goh released a statement. To date, AARO, All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of any extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. AARO is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. Um, U.S. Uh, House Representatives uh, uh, Representative uh, James uh, Corner uh, announced a plan for the House Oversight Committee to investiga- investigate investigate Grusha's claims, mm-hmm. um, which is still like ongoing. Um, but recently, a- another uh, figure has also popped up. Um, Daniel Sheehan, who is a lawyer who had represented uh, Lou Elizondo in the past, uh, has stated that he has other whistleblowers who want to come forward. Um, Sheehan is-, is a member of a um, he- he's sort of the chief counsel for this uh, group called the Romero Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like a progressive nonprofit law and public policy organization um, they they were big behind the the Lakota people's uh, Law project um, which is about stopping like the Dakota access pipeline
1: mm-hmm. which-
0: um, and in the past he's worked on other similar type um, progressive and sort of left-leaning um, cases okay. right um, so one of the whistleblowers who he has not named uh, claims that um, has made claims about a recovered Uap um, in an interview with the Daily Mail, he alleged that um, that one of them was a member of the crash retrieval program um, and that he had been involved in the recovery of a 30 foot saucer that had been partially invented in the earth um, with uh, with some uh, fantastical properties. Um, he stated that they had tried to hook a bulldozer to it to pull it out. Um, and when they did, it was they pulled out a shape like a, a pie slice, uh, almost like it was uh, part of the way it was constructed. Um, when it became uh, loose um, a couple feet, uh, they stopped immediately because they didn't want to destroy the machine. Um, they had a guy go into it, um, and when he got in there, he said that the craft itself on the inside was as big as a football stadium. I'm so
1: fucked. Every time you say the machine, I think of Burt Kreischer. The yeah. machine. <laughs> yeah. They're making a fucking movie. I just, I can't believe that.
2: Well, so well, his stomach
0: is the like, size of a football stadium.
2: Apparently, he's done a lot more shit during like, that time that he was in Russia. Yeah. And it is verified. Now, granted, he's a comedian. It's going to be a little bit exaggerated. But most of the things he says were at least verified that like he did have uh, no, relationships buy it. with certain people. But there he was- did like, run a boat theft or a boat like some some sort of like yacht
0: well some, it was a so- train theft is the story he tells they were on a train yeah but he and he like his like, like
2: boats and a whole bunch of other shit where it's like wait what and it's like no it's legit yeah it's
1: so weird
0: um so the guy goes inside of it and he claims that the, on the inside of the craft which is about 30 feet he claims that it is uh as big as a football stadium. And he said that he started to feel uh, it was it was like freaking him out. He started to feel nauseous um, and he was so disoriented because of how big it was. Um, so and he, and it was not only the fact that that space was seemingly warped inside the craft. Um, he it would say that he staggered back out of the craft after being in there a couple of minutes outside. Um, and they claim that he had been in there for four hours. Okay. Um, so, so they're they're claiming that it has some sort of time and space distortion. Like
1: time dilation. Yeah.
0: And um and there are physicists who have theorized that propulsion of advanced craft could theoretically involve warping space time around it to negate the effects of gravity. Sheehan um, though uh, declined to give further details. Um, including uh, any information about the incident and um, unable to provide, uh, like, for instance, the name of the person claiming it or any other information, just that it was a whistleblower he was representing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, There's another one that's a little more interesting is a former Marine, uh, Michael Herrera, uh, who claims that he saw a UAP in Indonesia that was being operated by U.S. agents. So in... September 30th, 2009, there was a 7.6 magnitude earthquake in Sumatra, um, and the 2nd Battalion 5th Marines Echo Company 2nd Platoon was rerouted to guard um, helicopter aid drops around uh, Padang City in Sumatra, uh, which was, you know, they dealing with, you know, the earthquake and then also the local uh, insurgents um, taking advantage of the situation. Um, Around October 8th, He claims he and five marines were dropped off at a clearing in the northeastern part of the city by a CH-53 helicopter and hiked 900 feet up a ridge to take their positions for the incoming supply drop. Um, It was then that he spotted a strange object in the jungle on the other side of the hill. Um, He said, I could see something moving and rotating. It was changing colors between a very light matte gray to a very dark matte black. Um, He said it stuck out like a Thor (laughs) sum. Um, it, he said that, that oddly for the mission they had not been given radios, so instead of calling it in, uh, they went down the hill um, in formation to investigate and he snapped photos and videos with his Panasonic camera. Um, he said the thing was massive the size of a ball field. Uh, the craft was rotating in a clockwise motion while changing colors and an audible hum to it, like the sound of a transformer or a guitar amp. It was an octagonal shape with a pyramid at the top, um, at the UFO, top of it that was black.
1: out. <laughs> sound of a transformer.
0: <laughs> womp womp womp. Autobot. Freedom is the right of all
1: sentient beings. <laughs> Talking about the Allspark. Uh, um,
0: he said it had scales that were on the outside of the craft that covered the whole craft. It had seams and sharp edges that he suspects to be man-made. Um, nothing on it was smooth. It and it's some panels on the vertical edges that were like um, he described as being Vanta black.
1: Oh so like That is the craziest black. shit, Vanta black. If you see pictures of it, it doesn't look real. I love it. There's that guy who like makes the little house and like paints the inside Vanta black and you can't see anything. Oh no, anything. I
2: think you lo- I think you'd lose your mind
1: if you had your walls painted Yeah, it's Vantablack. like it's like being in an anechoic chamber except light instead of sound.
2: Oh god. Oh god, it'd be terrible.
0: Uh, Herrera claimed that when he and his five comrades got within 100 feet of the craft, they were ambushed by eight men wearing all-black camouflage, bulletproof vests, and wielding M4 rifles with high-end night-vision attachments, which usually are are given to elite U.S.
1: troops. All-black camouflage. Hmm.
0: He said they had their weapons drawn on us, and we could audibly hear the weapon safety levers flipping off safe. That's not great. Um, Who the fuck are you guys? What are you doing here? Two of the men yelled uh, with American accents. He said, um, "They said we weren't supposed to be there, and that they should, ki- and that they could kill us." Wow. As the men continued to threaten them, uh, they took the marines' weapons, dumped their ammunition, and scanned their military IDs. Herrera said he saw others loading large weapon cases and other containers from modified Ford F three fifty trucks onto a platform beneath the craft. Uh, When the last two trucks finished uh, unloading and drove off, the lower part of the platform rose off the ground to about 10 feet, and the craft lowered to meet it and came together into one piece, he said. Um, He said on the corners of the craft it had lights that were changing between blue, red, yellow, and green. It rose off the ground and a little past the trees, then shot off uh, to our left towards the ocean, It claims at around 4,000 miles per hour. Which, I don't, I don't know how you could judge 4,000 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, that seems like, like a little bit of a high number. Cops have to be able to judge a vehicle's
2: speed without using radar as part well, of the like certification though.
1: process. I don't know yeah. how you could do
2: 4,000 miles, because I look at a plane in the sky and my brain knows it's going 600 miles an hour, but I'm like, that thing's going slow as shit.
1: I could catch up with it, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, you know, it was,
0: well, you know, they were going uh, 3,995, but it was... But, you know, it was a three thousand nine hundred and ninety-five zone, but they were going four thousand easily. You know, <laughs> they would have low over that. He would have had, he would have had uh, probable cause.
2: They were also in the wrong neighborhood. They didn't look right <laughs> for them skies that they were traveling in. You
0: driving, you driving around and murdered out UAP in that neighborhood. They're definitely gonna
2: stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are your tint so dark there? UAP, pull over. <laughs>
0: Gets out, gets out that sensor to check the light.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dog, this, like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> bro, two different FHP cops have it. It's a fucking card. And they shine a flashlight through the fucking window. And they put the card on the other side. And if they can't see the light, dog, it's over for you getting that ticket. It's like, God, I hate that shit. And the worst part says, is the tent places will put the tent that dark and not say anything. They won't even tell you. They'll just be like, yeah, sure, I'll put it as dark as you want it.
0: It's also different for every state. There's a certain percentage, like, maximum for every state. Yeah,
1: the goal is you just, and it's not legal if it was on the car when you bought it. Like, even if you buy it from the manufacturer. I have a lot of friends with a bad tin problem. Yeah. It's stupid, but, yeah, It's ridiculous. It's really this there to protect police officers, really, when you get right down to it.
0: You know what? It's just ruining the aesthetics of my car.
1: I'm saying, like, <laughs> um, the reason you get tint is not aesthetic. If it is, then whatever. But, but like, you get tint to keep the heat down inside the car. I mean, that's the whole point of getting. Yeah. Tint. And uh, I've wanted to tint my car, but the only reason I've been hesitant about it is because of that shit. Like, I'm not getting, I'm not giving them any reason to pull me over. Yeah. Fuck them.
0: Uh, Herrera said, uh, "We can't believe this is fucking happening." From a dead stop, it didn't make any sound like a sonic boom. It didn't disturb the trees like rotor wash would. We could see coconuts on the trees, and none of them were disturbed. Nice. He said that that the eight unmarked soldiers uh, gave them back their unloaded guns and marched them back over the hill, um, still continuing to tell them uh, that they could uh, kill them. Um, Once they got over the hill, they told us to, uh, quote-unquote, get the fuck away from here and don't look back. Damn. Uh the six marines ran back to the drop site and were scolded by their gunnery Sergeant for returning early. Uh, Herrera said, adding that they all kept quiet about their encounter. Um, he said, I was fucking scared. I was thinking I could have been killed. How the hell am I going to explain this? Hmm. Um, back on the USS De- uh, Denver, Herrera's unit was debriefed by a rear admiral. He didn't recognize. He said it was odd to have such a high ranking officer there. And again, none of them mentioned the flying saucer or the, uh, the unmarked troops right a few days later they docked in subic bay in the philippines um and after an evening of drinking with his colleagues he returned to find his cameras card and battery removed from his locked locker along with his five comrades phones missing um, in december of 2009 um, it was uh, back at he was back at camp hansen in okinawa japan He was told to report to the uh, the office where he found an Air Force lieutenant colonel in full uniform, but no name tag. Um, And he said he started telling him, uh, you're not allowed to talk about what happened, not to your chain of command, not even a general. Uh, You will go to prison or you will die.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Um, He told me to keep my mouth shut and slid a paper to me, which was an NDA. The only thing I can recall is that it said T S S I or Top Secret Sensitive Compartmented. Um, information, and it had Indonesia on it. Um, he, he said he uh, signed it and was told to, quote-unquote, get the fuck out of there. Um, he said, I ran back to the barracks and haven't talked uh, about it ever since. It's something I've kept secret for almost 14 years, and I've thought about it every single day. Wow. That's wild. So we'll see what, what comes up. Uh, again, I think it's just going to be like Elizondo where there's not going to be much Um, and it's also one of those things too, which, which was pointed out and and it was sort of like not in the context they originally considered, but they pointed out that like 1947 was a big year because 1947 was the year that the air force is founded. Right. And what, what happens in 1949 roswell happens uh, okay i didn't know uh, what year it was i thought it was or 19, 19, 19 or
1: 19 19 or
0: 1947 i should say
2: i thought, really? I thought it was 19 roswell's 1947 the fucking place here jesus christ for a history podcast we don't know shit well yeah we try <laughs> we don't know shit steve knows yeah. we don't know yeah
0: but so the air force is is founded in 1947 in september of that year the Roswell incident happens in July of 1947, and while it's it, while it had been in the works for a while, um, this sort of thing happens. And and what happens right before the Space Force comes into existence? Trump. You you have like the Lou <laughs> Elizondo. Well, yeah, Trump. You're never gonna believe the Space Force is gonna be the Oops. most beautiful beautiful Space Force ever. Gonna That's the wonderful. most
2: insane thing that his legacy is now cemented because he was the one that started Space Force.
1: Also created one of the worst Netflix shows ever. Poor Steve Carell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which they 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 apparently have to uh, the U.S. Uh, Air uh, Space Force has to uh, pay money to them uh, for that show because they got the uh, the copyright on it before the United States government did.
1: Oh wow! Really?
0: Yeah, so really? they have to actually yeah they they actually have to pay money apparently to the uh, to Netflix.
2: Well then.
1: Interesting. I agree.
0: Well, it, it could be a thing to, to come up, because, you know, like, they, they have their legitimate threats, but, again, like, the Soviet Union, it's, it's not as believable that, you know, like, China is, like, a serious threat to the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, like, anyone who knows much about China, like, they knows like, the like China, like, like, Russia, like, they have a lot of shit going on, so it's not like they're going to be, like, amping up to, you know, wipe out, right. out the United States. Um, they they don't really have the incentive
1: to. Explained like explained like would on TikTok say, at one point. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna fuck this up, so I'll be really simple with what I remember. That basically that the reason that the yuan has not been like uh, put on the world market is because uh, outside of China, it's basically worthless. And that if they made the yuan like uh, a global currency or something like that, that it would uh, it would ruin most. People who were wealthy inside of China—I can't remember exactly what it was.
0: Well, it's a—it's a—it's a, it's a, it's a pegged currency. It doesn't—it doesn't fluctuate in value like most currencies right, do, right. like the dollar, for instance. It's—it's it's established like the the central government of China says what it is.
1: Yeah, but you can't. Um, so they you can, can't trade yuan for like U.S. dollars apparently. Like,
0: no, you can. Oh, okay. You can. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can yeah. do it at the fucking airport. No, I thought. I yeah. thought that like
0: you can do it at you I'll can do it look, at the bank in China. I have to
1: look it up. It was something about like how like businesses can't just like trade in their wealth and get money, get U.S. dollars or whatever.
0: Well, well, like there's there's like a thing where like with like things in China. Like the government requires that they have to do like like if companies are like purchasing things or, or selling things that has to be done in like the yuan, that they can't just like use dollars. Because a lot of right. countries in the world when they when they do exchanges they um they, they use the dollar. Right. Um and and that's like one of the things that like a lot of tankies have been going on about like de dollarization.
1: I think because of like the Russian is. sanctions. Yeah, I think that's what it is, is like using the yuan instead. I just linked the article.
0: There's there's a couple uh, governments that have been doing it, but it's mainly due with like transactions between like for instance like Russia and China or like or other actors that essentially so they don't get um, that that they don't run into like sanctions because of all the Russia sanctions. Mm.
2: So basically, the people that I know that are shitting their pants, terrified that the yuan is going to become the the, the the new international currency, and no longer will the international economy kind of base everything on the dollar. I can look at them and tell them that they're fucking idiots.
0: Well, I mean, there there definitely is like a, a bit of like de-dollarization. But it's but it's not in the sense that it's just like that the world's losing faith in like the U.S. It's it's just that it, it becomes easier to operate in like different currencies to get around um, sort of like the sanctions regimes that are going on like against like countries like Russia and Iran okay. and and countries like that because if you're operating in dollars or whatever it it, it brings you closer to like sanctions.
2: Okay.
0: Um. So so it sort of keeps things like separate. Gotcha. And and it was just accelerated by by like Russia doing that because a lot of countries are still buying like oil from Russia, mm-hmm. and and a lot of what's being done, which is kind of like what um like where Belarus makes its money, right, is that Belarus buys a lot of um, goods from like the EU, and then they repackages them and then sells them in Russia by, while getting around like the sanctions, um so countries are doing that with oil they're importing oil from from Russia. And then they're exporting it under their own like like essentially they're washing it. It's almost like money laundering,
2: right? Okay. I just every time they bring it up, I think it sounds absolutely ridiculous because the dollar is kind of like the international standard. It's just changed to a new currency one hundred percent would just absolutely just vaporize in some markets. Like it's it's insane. Mm.
0: Well, it's 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 like a change of things too. Like like the end of like Bretton Woods and stuff like that. That 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 sort of like caused a bit of instability with the dollar because like Bretton woods was the uh was like the whole thing with like gold and, and the and the, like you be like countries essentially being able to like exchange um the u.s dollar for gold right and, and it's a little more complicated for that but it essentially came down to that like countries were, were gaming the system mm-hmm. and the ramifications of it were like were like pretty bad um so they like so they did away with it
1: yeah okay so are there aliens <laughs>
0: Yes, Steve.
1: Okay, good. I just There's Alf. right now Yeah, I got Alf. I'm over here eating felines for breakfast. Whoa. Cats, cats, cats good, good. Cats. All right. Oh. Anyway, uh, we're done, right? But,
0: <laughs> but anyways, the <laughs> just <I managed> <laughs> is that is that bringing up like something else to just sort of be like we don't know what's out there we gotta we gotta have this well luckily we have this new agency that that can look into that stuff you know you might want to fund them if you're not like buying into like that like yeah we need the space force because like china's gonna eat our lunch in space
2: like it doesn't matter why wouldn't you just be like hey awesome china if you get up their first grade, like let's be friends and let's like you know trade information and do this together a partnership if you will you don't you don't understand <laughs> well, I, I i really don't it has <laughs> to be us <laughs>
1: It there must it be go. us, USA, USA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> These people, they're godless communism. Oh my god. I've seen. I've don't don't let the animal TikTok videos fool you.
2: <laughs> I hate it. I hate every five seconds of it. Oh god. Ah,
0: speak on that note. <laughs> yeah,
1: speaking
2: of TikTok,
0: I gotta go. All right. See you later. later. Bye.